Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. About a decade ago, Missouri obviously moved to the SEC. We lost the Missouri-Kansas rivalry in both football and basketball. And at the same time, Texas A&M made the move to the SEC and at least for a time gave up their rivalry with Texas. And now with the move of Oklahoma to the SEC, the Bedlam rivalry. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State is going to go by the wayside. And these they're... There are interesting days and some sad days in college football. Joining us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is Brett McMurphy of Action College Football Network. He's their insider and here to talk about Bedlam and all the other things going on in college football. Brett, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. Good to talk to you. It's unbelievable to me that we can have a century of tradition that goes by the wayside in the snap of a finger. And it's happened a lot, so I should be used to it, but I'm still not used to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's, I guess it was expected when you went to the SEC, but, um, you know, when I reported it yesterday, I talked to both athletic directors and basically told them, I said, you know, it's kind of assumed that you guys may not be playing, but I'd like to talk to you about it. And they both went on the record and they both agreed. Yeah, it's not going to continue um, the way everything's currently set up. And, you know, the thing is, everybody wants to blame somebody. Um, you know, OU fans want to blame Oklahoma State for not making room on the schedule. Oklahoma State blames OU for not making room on their schedule for leaving the conference. Um, they'll both have nine conference games. And they both have basically identical um, scheduling philosophies. They want to play one Power Five game out of conference. Well, they're both booked up for the next 15 years. OU's got um, Michigan, um, they've got another series with Nebraska among the teams they have. Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma State has, has Alabama and Oregon and some other attractive games. So they're not going to cancel those. They could settle this if they would both play 11 Power Fives every year, but they don't want to do that. So because of that, yeah, Bedlam's going to go the way um, of a lot of these other uh, you know series that have ended, and that's that's very unfortunate. And to some <laughs> To sum it up in two words, it sucks. I don't know any other way to to, to describe it. Hey, Brett, I wanted to go t- talk about a little bit about Alabama and Texas. Uh, they had a very good game a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Texas was really, you know, leading the way until Quinn Ewers went down. What did did that speak more about what Alabama is this year, about what, or more about what Texas is this year? You know, I, I, it sounds like I'm going to hop on the fence and not get tell you something, but. I don't know yet because here's the thing. Um, Texas may be a lot better than we thought. I mean, we don't know when, when Ewers is going to come back. He, he's been practicing. I don't think he's going to return for Texas Tech this week. But, you know, that was a – even though it was only UTSA, for them to come back and beat UTSA um, the way they did was pretty impressive because Texas probably would have lost that game last year. They lost to Kansas. You know, they didn't get to a bowl game. Um, they did not do well. So – but I, I'm still not sold yet. It, I'm not going to say the three words, Texas is back. But I think they are improved. Alabama, everybody's ready to dismiss them and say George is the new king. And I understand why. George has looked incredible. Ohio State's obviously looked dominant. Michigan, um, you know, we'll find out maybe a little bit more that for about them this week when they play Maryland. They haven't played anybody yet. 
But people forget about Alabama. Last year, Alabama went at Florida. They won 31-29. They probably should have lost. There's no probably about it. They should have lost. Well, guess what? They didn't. And they rebounded, and they ran the table and got to the national title game. So before you want to throw dirt on Nick Saban in Alabama, I just, you know, I know what happened last year after a close call. And the, the worst thing, if you don't want Alabama to succeed, the worst thing is to give Nick Saban motivation, to give him a chance to have a chip on his shoulder where they're in a unique um, situation. And I think, you know, I think this Texas game will do that. And, um, you know, certainly they've got some things to correct. Their offensive line issues doesn't look like right now they don't have a deep threat that they've had in the past. But they still have arguably the best offensive and defensive players in the country in Bryce Young and, and Will Anderson. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw dirt on Bama just yet. But um, they may have some uh, – Superman may have a few uh, holes in his cape this year. We'll have to see Hey, Brett, on your latest projections at Action Sports Network, you've got two Big Tens. You've got Ohio State and Michigan. You've got two SECs in Georgia and Alabama. Outside of those four that you have projected right now in your semifinals, who do you think has the best chance to crack the final four? You know, that's hard. And the way I I do that is I basically, right now, I think Alabama and Georgia are going to get to the SEC title game where they'll both be 12-0. and 0. Now, could one of them lose before then? Absolutely. But they're both going to be double-digit favorites in the remainder of their games. Ohio State's going to be double-digit favorite the remainder of their games. So if they just hold serve, if you will, there's three teams that are going to be 12-0 and 0 going into their conference title games. The Alabama-Georgia loser in that scenario is absolutely going to get into the college football playoff just like last year. Michigan... Um, is going to be favored until they meet Ohio State. Well, if Michigan goes 11-1 and with their only loss to undefeated Ohio State, they would have a pretty good chance. So somebody's got to be better than that. Right now, I don't think anybody in the Big 12 is going to do it. I think um, the league's too competitive. I know we talked about Texas. Oklahoma looks really good right now. I don't think Anybody in that league is going to emerge with fewer than two losses. I think they're going to beat up on each other. I think the same thing with the ACC. I think Clemson, although a lot of people want to peg them in there, Clemson has some real issues at quarterback right now. They had the second-worst offense in the ACC last year. Um, you know, they, they haven't looked great so far this year. Uh, they play at Wake Forest. Maybe that's a tricky game. I don't think anybody from the ACC emerges, so I would have to eliminate them. And so basically that leaves the Pac-12. Utah's basically been eliminated because they already have a loss. They would have to run the table. But USC's been very fascinating in what they've done. Obviously their offense is incredible with Lincoln Riley. But, uh, you know, people that haven't – if you haven't watched them play, <laughs> their offense is not committed to turnover. And their defense has forced, I believe, 12 or 13 turnovers. That You cannot sustain that. And if you can – then USC is going to win the national championship. But that you usually can't sustain that. I think USC is going to stumble out there. So the reason, look, I don't want two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams in the college football playoff. Believe me, I'm, a, I'm the last one that wants that. But I'm just looking around the country. I just think it's after those four teams, there's such a huge drop, um, a gap between those top four and everyone else. I just think everyone else is going to beat up on each other, and so that's why I've got 
those four in there. So don't shoot the messenger. And believe me, I hope I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong. Brett McMurphy of Action Network with us on 101 ESPN. Along those lines, Greg Sankey said yesterday that it will open the door for a lot more teams to win a championship when we go to a 12-team college football playoff. Is he really that magnanimous? Does he does he really want more teams to have an opportunity outside the SEC to win a championship? Well, just because more have an opportunity doesn't mean we're going to get the same semifinals every year um yeah we'll we'll see a lot more teams in that field and it, but it will make it more exciting and when we get into november you know we'll have you know the group of five conferences you know there will be probably anywhere from half a dozen to a dozen teams with a legitimate shot to get to, to get to that um that that birth in the college football playoff and then also as far as the power five leagues you know, like I just mentioned, Utah basically has to run the table because no team with two losses has ever made the playoff. Well, in a new format, you know, that ne- that necessarily won't be true. They still could have a shot to get into the playoff, even if they go 10-2. and two. So that'll keep, you know, their fan, fan base is more engaged. But, um, you know, even though we, we had the play- – I mean, we could have a 131-team playoff. We're still <laughs> It's still going to end up with – with Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State probably in those final four spots. But it does, it does make the road a little bit more difficult where they will have to play one or two more additional games. But obviously it will keep more people engaged. And that's what former Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said when we went to the 14th playoff is what he found out really quickly is people really didn't care who made the playoff, but they really made a big deal about which conferences didn't make the playoff. And so that's why – they want to get up to well that, and they're going to make a gazillion dollars. But that's why they want to get up to twelve teams, and so more conferences can be represented. Hey, Brett, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, NIL and, and the transfer portal. You get a kid like Jordan Addison leaving Pitt and going to USC. You got Quinn Ewers leaving from Ohio State. I don't believe that he played in the game and going to Texas. Um, you're going to have Arch Manning there next year. And then you look at the quarterback situation in Michigan where they have two quarterbacks and, and generally two quarterbacks, two starting quarterbacks don't stay in one place. Just give me your thoughts on, on how the transfer portal has helped or hurt college football and how much the NIL deals have impacted it also? Well, I think it's had a, it's had a huge impact. And you look at, you know, we talked, I talked about USC earlier. I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, USC wouldn't have been able to do that. They wouldn't be been able to totally revamp their entire roster by bringing in kids and allowing them to play the next year. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where, where, you know, Ole Miss's social media account and Lane Kiffin, also is is out there tweeting you know transfer to the sip you know it's 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 just it's the mike leach is only mike leach can he had a great comment at sec media days this summer he said college athletes right now are the are the most flexible um have the most benefits of any athletes in the history of the world and he's right because you can change schools and go play a new school the next year. You can make whatever amount of money you want. There's no salary cap. You know, the professionals can't. The guys in the NFL, the NBA, they can't do that. And so, yeah, it's, ha- it's had a huge change. Um, you know, some people think that, well, this, this means the, the haves are just going to get stronger. Look, they're always going to have the bigger advantages, the Alabamas, the Texas, the USC's. But you know what? It gives the – it gives some of the non, you know, 
giants out there a chance also if they if they're in a community that you know offers nil you've seen a lot of you know offensive linemen at different different schools that are getting all these deals at hooters and other places i mean that's great maybe that convinces a kid to go to school there um so i think it gives the little guys a chance too but make no mistake it's it's changed everything and what's so frustrating for the coaches and athletic directors and commissioners is you know the the paste is out of the tube. There's no way to put it back in. So people are like, well, how do you legislate this? How do you correct this? How do you control it? It's like herding cats. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> and that's that's a big issue. Hey, Brett, one last thing. Kerry played fullback at Illinois. He's a proud alum of the University of Illinois. And we all keep an eye on what's happening with Eli Drinkwitz at Mizzou. What do you think of where those two programs are right now? Illinois under Bielema, Mizzou under Drink. Well, you know, I, I think Bielema is do, doing a great job there. Um, and it's funny, you mentioned my bowl projections. I've got Illinois playing Kansas in the, uh, in the guaranteed rate bowl in, in Arizona. So go, I wouldn't buy your, I wouldn't make the <laughs> travel plans just yet. Uh, that's bigger news for Kansas than Illinois, but I think, I think Illinois will be bowl bound, um, with Bielema. Uh, they actually wanted to play last, a uh, couple of years ago when COVID hit. Uh, they wanted to be one of the teams to replace uh, Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl, and they canceled, but they weren't allowed to. I mean, Bielema has got—he's got an easy Chattanooga, an easy game coming up. But then at Wisconsin, obviously, his ties to Wisconsin—that'll be a huge game. Um, but I think Illinois—I think they'll be a six-seven win team. Um, as far as drink in Missouri, uh, the sledding's a little bit tougher <laughs> in the SEC. Um, you know at You've got at Auburn, you know, coming off that loss. Then you've got Georgia. Then you've got at Florida. I mean, that's they're going to be underdogs in all three games. And you know, if, are they two and four at that point? If so, it's going to be difficult to to get their head above water and get to a bowl game. The back end of the schedule, you know, is a lot more manageable. Um, I'd say the the final six games. Yeah, well, you're going to be favored in three of them. So if basically if Missouri wins the games they're supposed to and loses the games they're not favored in, they're only going to get to five and seven. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not what Tiger fans want, but that's you asked me, that's what I think. If they can pull <laughs> up an upset, then possibly they can get six wins and get to a bowl game. That's, that's what playing in the SEC is, right? Yeah, wait till they add OU and Texas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Brett, great. And, and they play, and you play nine conference games. Yeah, no doubt. They better. How fun that's going to be. Yeah, better get it going. Brett, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Love your work. And hopefully, as the college football season unfolds, we can do this again. Great. Sounds good. Thank Th- you. Thank you, Brett. Brett McMurphy, Action Network on 101 ESPN. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era. When the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. 
Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.